Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. You are listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for joining us today. It is Tuesday, December 9th. I'm Leanne Dolan here in Pasadena, California. I am joined by my big sister, Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Hi, Jewel. Hey, Leanne. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for moving up our time frame a little bit. I have a, a speaking engagement at lunch. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that later. Um, but I appreciate you adjusting your schedule because I know you're busy this week, Julie. I do. I have, I have some heavy, heavy duty early morning babysitting assignments. And I just have to say, Leanne, I had the distinct pleasure of discovering today that my grandson, Peter, and I share a love of croissants and and he ate more of it than me so there you have it so european your grandchildren yes i have you have to introduce them to uh to a wide range of foods early on leon uh we have a full show today uh well a three-quarter full show i think julie and i would agree um First of all, we're going to get to the Yahoo Top 10 Obsessions of the Year. So I'm going to go down the list for you, Julie, and you can weigh in on whether obsessed, not obsessed on that. Uh, We have a Tuesday trend. We have some picks and pans in the TV area. And um, let's see. And then, of course, you know, the royal visit. Uh, We'll just have to touch on that because they are Hitting it out of the park, wouldn't you they, say, Jill? They're just just doing a very fine job. <laughs> Those two are solidly, and that's what we like: solid royals. They come, they do their job. They're looking good. It's uh, it's all good. The the panoply of fantastic coats she has too is just today's right. coat is bright pink, Julie. I don't know if you've seen that news update. I, I did see that, yeah. Leanne. Yes, I got up early to see that. Of <laughs> yeah. course, I did. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yes. And she looked very darling in that Tory Burch yesterday. Yes, so. I love that. Yes. Yes, I think that's going to be a big hit in the U.S. It's gone. I'm sure it's gone. I'm sure. I'm sure we've missed it. We we missed it. We can no longer buy it. I would bet. Uh, so what's happening? What's happening there? I in wanted Dallas? to tell you. I mean, I have some. You know, I have some first ladies' desk news. I, it's, it's hard to believe, but uh, I know I haven't really been reporting much from the first lady's desk. I like to monitor all things associated with the first ladies of the United States. And I saw a bumper sticker here in Dallas yesterday, and I just, uh, I it really piqued my interest. The bumper sticker read, first wives ticket, Hillary slash Michelle. <laughs> oh, I hadn't even thought about that. I, I hadn't thought of that either, Leon. But when you think about it, okay, first of all, First Lady's Desk, we have to support that. <laughs> the idea, and it, and it really says something, that two former First Ladies would be considered, you know, presidential and vice pres- president uh, presidential candidates. I, I think that's that's something. But then it made me think, well... I, I'm not sure that Michelle, after eight years in the White House, um, or let me more specifically, President Obama, would want to become, you know, the second man there. I'm not sure he'd want, want to move into the vice president's residential um, house after eight years. I don't years think she the, would either, frankly. I think I she's think done. Might, I think she's I think, done. I think they're done, Liam. 
But nonetheless, it does raise the question. Well, I mean, I think Hillary is, uh, by all accounts, is the is the front runner on the Democratic ticket. But who is going to run with Hillary? I mean, would you that who who would they put who would they match on the ticket with her? I don't know. I don't know. I hadn't even thought about that. I mean, like I, if some people pop into mind who could not be the president, like Martina Navratilova, I think she'd be good. <laughs> I think, I think I think it'd be good to get, or maybe like Lisa Leslie. I think we need like an athlete in there, something oh. sort of unexpected. So this really some out of the box thinking <laughs> Thank for, for early in the morning, Lee, and I'm I'm, I'm impressed. I mean, well, I mean, that's I mean, Martina what... is a good doubles player. I mean, let's face it, but she was yes, not she, she was not born in this country, so I don't she could not be the president. So I guess that disqualifies her. From being the vice president. That's why the Hillary Michelle ticket <laughs> is kind of intriguing. Okay. All right. Well, All right. you know, I, I think Liz Dolan would also be a good uh, second mate. That's what I think. Yes, I think she would. She'd be okay with that position for a while, <laughs> but obviously would like to move into the top position. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, All something right. to think about. That well, we some... only have 20, 22 months to think about it. Yes, that's right. Go ahead. Send in your suggestions for who might be a, a potential candidate as Hillary's running mate. I mean, they're all good. They might. We might as well. Well, Leanne, you know, it is the holiday time. Uh, and I have to tell you, I went to a white elephant gift exchange yesterday. Now, you, you know what this is, uh, you know, where you wrap up a gift uh, and it's supposed to be kind of a funny gift. These are supposed to be items that maybe you have in the house or something like that. And then people get to pick that gift and they open it up. And as most gift exchanges work, um, when it's your turn to pick a gift, you have the ability to pick a wrapped gift or you can steal a gift that's already been unwrapped. You know mm-hmm. the rules for this, right? Have you done – you've done ornament exchanges? I, I have else? done the gift exchange. I have to say it is one of my least favorite American traditions. But sure, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> just, okay. Everything okay. about it is not really my thing, like okay. wrapping and – exchanging and being mean to people. I'm usually just happy to get any gift and then people take it from you. I'm I'm not for it, Julie, I have to say. Okay, well, you I, as as I may have mentioned, I am like low person on a totem pole. I have this sort of secret um, secret interest in playing tennis, and so I'm in a tennis league. And this was the gift exchange for the tennis league. There was the I wasn't it wasn't like I was interested in the gift exchange land, right? But but they were having a tennis clinic before the gift exchange, so I was like, <laughs> okay. okay, I'm in. I'm going to do it. Well, so that's a lot. Happening in a single event. Yes. Tennis clinic, white elephant gift exchange. Wow. Yes, Leanne. Oh, yes. No. Uh, so it was a lot. And it started off just fine, Leanne. I mean, the first couple of gifts were very benign. I mean, there were some Chihuahua socks. Those were kind of funny. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, and then there was um, like bacon band-aids. Okay, that's cute. Um, and then, you know, and there were some, you know, like, candles, you know, people, that was a gift. Um, I picked early on, I had a number, so I had to pick early on. Um, So I picked, and mine was tennis balls and sunscreen. Okay. So I was very benign gift, but then somehow the gift exchange started to take a, a sort of a naughty turn to the gifts. (laughs) So there was like the next item was this dirty talk book and it was sort of a set of flashcards where you could combine uh, words to talk dir- dirty. See right there. What is that? I don't I'm out. I 
So out. But see, Leanne, here's the worst part about it. Everybody is laughing. They think this is funny. And they're taking pictures of it. So you have to hold up your gift. Okay, see, this is the problem. Like, I do not want my picture taken with the Dirty Talk book, okay? So I'm terrified. Especially not if your sister is going to be the vice president of the United States. That's exactly right, Leanne. It could totally sink. (laughs) Sabotage the entire campaign. Okay, but it goes on, Leanne. Okay, so, so, and you know how it is. Like, they can steal your gift so i'm so you know you i had to have my gift in front of me i was like please don't take my tennis balls please don't take my sunscreen just then the next item leon is a naughty santa and i can only describe oh, this as oh, just it's mechanical in oh that's and it goes up and down mm-hmm. all in oh, oh gosh i know i know so and everybody roaring okay now having their picture taken with the naughty santa it's continuing on and i now i'm terrified because I think for sure, uh, so I'm not enjoying this at all because I think at any moment I am going to be stuck with one of these naughty right. presents and then for sure, you know, this is going to be all over. You know, people are going to put it on their Facebook right. pages because yeah. they think it's it's so funny. So then we continue on. There's all kinds of little gifts like this and then it comes to one and at first it seemed pretty actually lame because it was a jar of pasta sauce. Lamer than tennis balls? Tennis (laughs) balls and sunscreen? Well, it was a tennis clinic. Both of those can be put to use. Okay, so this gift had three items. The first item was a jar of uh, spaghetti sauce. And uh, and then the second item was a pound of pasta. So everyone at my table was like, okay, that person went into their pantry and just grabbed two things and wrapped them up. But no. The third item was an apron, Leon, and it was a photograph on that apron, full frontal male nudity. Okay, so that it was like Magic Mike, okay, on an apron. There it was. And this woman put the apron on, okay? Oh, oh, oh everyone's. Were you drunk? Were people. <laughs> I mean, what? Well, this is the middle of the day. You're all wearing tennis skirts with naughty Christmas items. I didn't. I had no idea, Leon. I had no idea. I'm trapped at this thing. Uh, you can't leave, right? You can't leave early because someone might want to steal your gift. That's the thing. Well, you so could you- leave. I mean, it's not sporting to leave, but you could. You could just go. No, no. So, but it just. So I, I just. It just made me think. I, I just, you know, it, <laughs> what what am I doing with my life? <laughs> How did I get here? Yeah, a little bit, Leon. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I just don't know how it made that turn. I don't know. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I think you better take up another sport. <laughs> I, I don't think that I don't think that happens at the bridge club. So you don't think so? No, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Now, I got out of there with my tennis balls and the sunscreen, but uh, there are pictures, Leon. That's all I'm saying. 2014. Now there are pictures of everything. Oh, you just can't do these things, right? No. I don't think. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Ooh. <laughs> 
right. Well, beware. That's a well. It's a cautionary tale. So it is. You. It is because you may have a holiday gift exchange coming up, and you just can't tell about people. You have no idea. <laughs> Right, <laughs> it's true. Whew. Uh, all right. Well, taking a complete a complete turn here, one eighty. I had something happen this week. I wanted to talk about because uh, I it, it just kind of it struck me and uh, kind of stuck with me for a bunch of days. So last week I was coming out of. Um, Coming out of the pool area, deep water workout. I've been working out at lunchtime at the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center. And this aquatic center is it's in a big par- public park. So there are a lot of things happening in addition to swimming. There are tennis courts there and softball fields. And there's a kids' museum. And there's one of those fantastic giant playgrounds that they build for kids now. And that's always packed with people and so I was, uh, you know, in my, in my, in my swim togs with my towel wrapped around my waist, headed to my car. And I heard Julie, I heard this screaming in a car. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I it heard, and it was, it was very loud. So I listened, uh, closely. And what I heard was, a sound like, uh, a toddler crying and a mother screaming. Oh. It was a bad situation. That's it. My ears perked up and something was amiss. And I focused in on that and I hesitated. Different and different than like a toddler having a tantrum. Well, there was a toddler having a tantrum and a mother screaming at him, but it sounded very volatile to be honest. And so it stopped me in my tracks. I couldn't really see into the car, even though it was parked in the next uh, line than mine. Um, So I had to go closer. I had to investigate. Like I I hesitated for a second, but then I thought something, this is not right. So if something happens, I just, I need to check in on what's happening in this car. And so I walked over there and now I could see more closely. It was a toddler refusing to get into a car seat and a mother just losing it. She was not hitting him, not striking him or anything, but screaming, you know, that just that kind of scream that, uh, Probably most mothers would admit to at some point just of pure frustration. So she was screaming, stop it. And he was crying louder and louder and louder. But she was slightly out of control. So I walked towards the car and I said to her, is everything okay over here? And she looked up and she was kind of shocked. And then she just said, "Uh, this has never happened to me before. And I walked around the car and I put my hand on her shoulder. I said, it's okay. And she burst into tears, Julie. Oh, wow, Leanne. Because that was really quite a lot for you to go over there because you don't know. I don't know what's happening. You You don't know what is happening. You don't know what this woman's reaction is going to be. Right. She may have come after you. Right. You know, may have like accelerated things, but... So that was really good that you that you did that. Well, oh, to oh. her credit, she just broke down. You know, oh. she had just she was at the end of her rope. She wasn't a bad mom, but she yeah. was having a bad moment, you know. Yeah. And so she said she just she was like, oh, I've been trying to get him in his car seat and we've been at the park and he wouldn't eat and he wouldn't drink any water and now he won't take a nap. It was just the Uh-oh. frustration of a million mothers throughout yeah. time, like yeah. trying to get this. I said, how old is he? And she said, two and a half. I was Uh-oh. like, okay. And you and I know, everybody knows who has someone who's three, four, five, 25, like that's the very definition of you're driving me crazy is the two and a half year old boy. But in this moment, she was just so overwrought. She just was sobbing. And 
Well, it's nice you were there, Leanne. I really, you know what? It she was needed, good. She needed someone. She needed somebody, and I was so appreciative that she didn't react that way, Julie. It would have been really easy for her to get defensive. Right. My inquiry right. was not judgmental. In fact, I think I said that. I'm not judging. It looks like you need some help over here. Can I give you a break? Can I watch your child while you step away? And she just needed someone to understand in that moment. And um, I give her a lot of credit because she mm-hmm. she recognized that. And then she said she said to me, "I we you know we talked for like two or three minutes, and the kid is still whimpering in the car. Maybe it was longer." And she she stopped crying and she settled down and. And I said, is there anything I could do? Do you want to go take a walk while I watch your son? Or can I help get him in the car seat? And she looked at me. She said, can you put him in the car seat? And I was like, uh-oh. You know, I haven't put a kid in a car seat in a while. So I was like, yeah. And I, I so she steps away and I kind of sneak in. And the kid's still crying. But now he's just perplexed. Like, who so is this? Who are you? Yeah. Stranger. Yeah, which, again, this is this whole situation it really is based on the trust between you and this mother. Yeah. That she's letting you, you know, touch her child and, and do that. You know, that, you know, that's, that's really interesting. I was surprised, but she really needed help and she yeah. was willing to admit that. And yeah. you know, when I got in, that kid was so entangled in that car seat, Julie, oh. he, there's no way with, she would have ever gotten him in yeah. the car seat. Yeah. You know, there was, he had managed to get like the shoulder strap over the head on the other oh. side. So I was like, uh oh. And then he did the classic toddler stiff body, you know, when they just go totally stiff, which was like hugely helpful because he kind of slid down in the car seat and I was able to get the strap over and strap him in. They haven't changed that much. And the buckles are hard now, Leon. I'm impre- impressed the, that you were able to buckle him in. I got him different. all buckled in. He was all safe. And I said, your mom's going to put on the radio and you're going to sing all the way home. And he was still a little shaky. What he wanted to do was drive the car. He wanted to sit in the driver's seat. And that's she, poor thing. You know, by this time, she just, she was like, I don't know. I, I let him sit, you know, hold on to the driver, you know, get in the driver's seat once. And now that's all he ever wants to do. And there was no joking because she was so distraught. But I was like, oh, no, he's a boy. He's going to want to drive a car for the rest of his life. Like, (laughs) this is not a one. But I said, you know what? You should get him a little wheel. Get him his own little driver's wheel for the back or get him a little car he can hold in his hands while you, you know, you drive the car. But I made sure she was okay to drive home. I said, you know, I'll stand here as long as you need. And she was able to drive. And I just, oh, poor thing. Was this her first child? It was. I think so. And it looked like she might be pregnant with her second, but I didn't ask. So, uh, but it was just, you never know what's going on in people's lives. And she was just having that terrible moment. And I said, you're not, I said, look at you. You took him to the park. That's great. You were trying to, she was like, he wouldn't drink any water. I said, you were giving him water. You tried. No, they don't want to stop and eat lunch when they're running around the park. Like, Everybody in the situation was overtired and overwrought. And so it just, it stuck with me though. Yes. Well, it should, Leon. I mean, first of all, I mean, that was a very delicate situation. Yeah. And it has, it had a good ending, but that same set of circumstances could have had a very different set of, you know, a very different experience. It could could have. That's nice for her. I'm sure. 
I'm sure she'll remember it. I mean, it's the kindness of strangers, right. you know, that's it. Uh, and, you know, you were in the right place, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I remember being on a plane, you know, once where my oldest son was crying and, you know, again, a flight attendant who was a mom just knew what to do. Right. Sometimes just strangers can really help you out. And that's, you know, and we shouldn't be afraid to help each other out. And that's what this was like. She, you know, I didn't judge her and she didn't get defensive with me. And, and it, it worked out for the betterment of everybody involved, particularly that little toddler, you know? And so, I, I just, it was just one of those things though. I thought there's so much negativity in the news last week was such a, I just know. a tough week. And it felt like it felt, it feels like with the media and with the internet that prejudging people and pointing fingers and telling right. people where they're wrong, that's just our norm now. Like we never back off that anymore and just sort of give people the benefit of the doubt. And that's what this mom needed in that moment. You know, she was just having a rough moment. So I am happy I could help her. I'm happy. I was there. And, uh, you know, we've all had those moments that we wish we could take back, you know, and you you can't, you can't take them back, but at least you can get through them. All right. Uh, moving on now. I love these lists at the end of the year. Uh, Yahoo's put together a top 10 obsessions list, Julie. So these are the things that we want more than anything. Well, it's just a, it has to do with more like search terms and, you know, growth and things we keep talking about about and things we want and things we're consumed with. So it's more okay. than, it's more than just items. It's like phenomenons too. Okay. So, right. uh, and I was surprised how many of these I have not participated in because I enjoy <laughs> participating in obsessions, but apparently not. But number 10, we'll start from the bottom. Okay. Uh, the polar vortex. I, I'm all for it. I have enjoyed all the extreme weather reporting this year. I don't know about you. I, I'm not sure I enjoy the extreme weather, but uh, the reporting, yes, I, I, I like seeing whether people uh, go crazy. Yeah. I really do. I, <laughs> yeah. I like I like to watch the weather. I like weather as as the primary news. I would prefer all the news be just weather. <laughs> you know, yeah. well, so much of it. On Good Morning America, they pretty much start like, I would say, four out of five days of the week now. It's just extreme weather. That's their mm-hmm. number one headline. So well, I'm all for it. You know, we know people all over the country uh, and, uh, or, you know, and I know they usually focus on the U.S. So I like to monitor what the situation is on the West Coast and the East Coast. So, yes, Lynn, I'm in on the polar vortex. Okay, here you go. Number nine of this year's obsession. I have participated in this one. Cleanses. All right. It's they're everywhere, right? It's graduated from a health movement to a whole lifestyle, you know, so there you go. It's bogus. And there's a story in the Wall Street <laughs> Journal this morning that if you just uh, really kept a journal of what you ate and did mindful eating, you don't need to do cleanses. OK, there you have it. All right. But see, now we're participating in the obsession simply I'm, by I'm talking no about obsession it. with cleanses. Lynn. Okay. All right. How about number eight? I'm guessing this isn't on your list either. Katniss Everdeen. OK. <laughs> <laughs> from you know from the hunger games no so. I, i've enjoyed the hunger games movie i really have i i think uh but uh, it's not an obsession with me no, no. i would say the same uh, i'm not me. taking up archery <laughs> i i just don't see it happen oh but maybe after my gift exchange yeah right. okay all right <laughs> number seven the song all about that bass uh you no. know what do you think about that julie Are you participating no. in that can you no. No, I can't. Lean. The chart topping. 
You know, I think that's a cute song. Uh, to me, it's not the same as Call Me Maybe, which is a song that I still enjoy. <laughs> All right. Or how about Happy, Leanne? I, happy. I, I, I can't get enough of that. I'm so glad that's one of the top downloads of all time, of 2014. Yeah. So there you go. But uh, apparently many other people are obsessed with All About That Bass. All right. Here's something I'm not participating in at all. Uh, the Duggars. Are you? No, no. We came from a big family. I know. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, I know their family's bigger than our family, but we kind of know the big family thing, right? So... I, uh, no. I don't understand. They're on the cover of every magazine. I don't, what, what is that? I don't understand. But we've never watched the show. So we really can't, we can't say. Right. But I don't think you deserve to be famous just because you're from a big family. <laughs> okay. We have been trying, Leanne. Right. For I'm over not... a decade to make that happen. I know. Okay? It hasn't yeah, we're producing some content, not just kids. So I don't know. I don't really understand. Now they're all like getting married and I, I don't understand the Duggars. Okay, here's one, Julie, I know you love. I'm sure, sure you and Trem have been watching this at home. American Ninja Warrior. Any oh, yes, Liam. DVR it all the No, no, really. I know. But have you ever seen the show? No. Oh, well, oh, your oh my gosh, your your grandson would love it. It really? is. I'm not obsessed with it, but it is incredibly watchable when you see it. So, if you ever if you ever tune it, turn it in, or you're really desperate with Benjamin and need something on a rainy day, yeah, okay, okay. You that's wanna, good. That's a good. T- you might want to search that. Good mothering tip, Leon. You're doing a fine job this morning. <laughs> okay. All right. Here's one I don't think we're participating in either. Fifty Shades of Grey. No, I did not read the book. I do not want to see the movie. I just uh, deliberately opted out of all of that. I think we've talked about it on our podcast. It's uh, no, no. All right. Well, we're apparently many, many people are, but I think we're saving our obsession for men in kilts. That's what I think, right? Yes, indeed, (laughs) Leanne. It's not that we don't have obsessions and it's not like we haven't watched that wedding episode multiple times. Okay, number three. Unbelievably, I have not seen this. Frozen. Oh, Leon, it's it's. Oh, you would love it, Leon. I know. I just have. I just don't have a little girl, so I haven't seen it. Yeah, you should definitely, uh, definitely would see it. I mean, maybe you know when your husband's on a business trip, the kids are out for the night. Why don't you just watch Frozen and sing along? <laughs> watch the sing along version, Leon. You might as well start right off. Okay. You know? All right. Well, I I do do one of those adopt a family for Christmas things, and so this year I just got my family this week, and there were three little girls in the family, and they have all requested Frozen pajamas. So oh. I will be participating in the obsession, even though I have not seen it. And now, I. Leon- yeah. Leon, this is a little side note. Do you know that at the child care center where uh, the Duchess of Cambridge went yesterday, the children were under, uh, were under the impression that they were going to meet a princess. And so they all thought it was Princess Elsa from Frozen. So they that were so cute. That's so cute. They, were, so a little cute. Disa- they were a little disappointed <laughs> with the Duchess. That is but, really cute. Okay, <laughs> I digress, Leon. Sorry. Okay, number two I had not even heard of. Flappy Bird. Anything? It's like, it's a game. That, it's a, okay, it's a game it's a for game. your phone. Okay. Yeah. No, no, um, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, I can't. No, I can't. I don't have time to do that. <laughs> You're too busy gift exchanging. <laughs> or just trying to stay alive, Liam. Trying not to be photographed. <laughs> With your gifts. All right. And the number one obsession this year, which is, I think, admirable, is the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. 
Okay. There you go. That's, okay. That's a good one. Yes. That's a good one, Land. They, I mean, they really hit a home run with that. And that's a great organization and I'm happy for them. I don't know what they're going to do in future years to match that kind of fundraising, but um, it was, it was certainly fun to watch all those people throwing ice on themselves, ice buckets on themselves. Don't you think? You know, what's interesting is the speech I'm doing today, which is why we're doing the show early is for a professional organization of fundraisers. And so oh. I'm doing a talk I call finding your voice that I do sort of for professional groups and things like that. And the woman who hired me is a friend of mine. And she said, obviously we're all looking for the next ice bucket challenge, you know? Yeah. So we, I was like, so is that what you want me to come up with for the speech? Like, cause that's lightning in a bottle. You know, that's like saying, oh, I should really come up with the next book about a boy wizard and his magic school. You know, I mean, <laughs> and that's what we're all looking for, but right. it is the same. Like you can't, you know, you, you can't recreate that sort of success in any, uh, you yeah, know, in any like intentional way. Like you could spend the rest of your life trying to cook up the next ice bucket challenge and not have it work. That's why it was so delightful because it was so unexpected. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there you go. All for that obsession this year. So right. there you go. Top 10 obsessions of the year. All right, Leanne. Well, that's a good little report. You know, uh, speaking of obsessions on the internet, that's the thing now. You do something wrong, you act up, and it becomes a global event. And we had one of those yesterday. I don't know. Did you hear about this story? This was an airline executive. Um, she has the position of vice president of cabin service for Korean Air. That's a big, that's a big job. Wow. She's 40 years old. Her name is Cho. Um, and now her father is chairman of Korean Air. So she is, you know, she is part of the family, but they gave her this job to be vice president of cabin service. And she was on a Korean Air flight from New York to Incheon. And apparently the, the, uh, the plane was taxing. It hadn't taken off yet. Um, but uh, Cho was served a bag of macadamia nuts. Um, and she went ballistic. Okay. I talk about, uh, we talked about pigs on the plane, uh, uh yes. last week. Now we have nuts on the plane. She went crazy. She was sitting in first class. She was, she was a passenger. She wasn't, wow. she wasn't working. She was sitting in first class. She went crazy that they handed her a bag of macadamia nuts because she was in first class. Obviously the nuts should have been in a dish and should have been warmed and not in a bag. And she got so mad and was quarreling with the cabin crew and making such a, a commotion that they had to go back to the gate. And Cho was ordering one of the flight attendants off the plane. Because, oh. I know, because they wow. serve nuts in a bag, land, not nuts on a plate. Uh, so, but the, here's, the, here's sort of the deeper side. So they, they went back to the gate. Uh, it obviously was not a safety emergency. It was nuts in a bag. So they were able to take off and the plane did make the trip to Korea. But she has now resigned from her position because there was such an outroar in uh, in South Korea because 
that in South Korea, many of the large companies are, are family controlled conglomerates. Mm-hmm. Uh, as so like Korean air, 10%, like the Duggars, <laughs> like the Duggars land. Okay. <laughs> but these Duggars they have, they are overprivileged. Okay. That they have, and the behavior of sort of this next generation of the offspring of the moneyed elite is a, is, is an issue in South Korea. Because they're like out of control, they're like trust fund babies, right. as we call them in this country, and and that's you know, and that's she just felt like you know the service was so poor that she could act up and disrupt a flight, um, you know, for for no for no reason other than that nuts her macadamia nuts were in a bag and not in a dish. Yeah, it's one thing to simply be a passenger and go nuts on a plane, but to actually be an employee, right. <laughs> Well, obviously, she doesn't see herself as an employee. She sees herself as, you know, that she has a special position as the privileged child of uh, the chairman of uh, Korean Air. So it's a very embarrassing uh, situation for for Korean Air. And I'm sure you would be really, really mad if you were, you know, starting a trip um, from New York to Korea. And you have to go back to the gate and then you hear the reason why, because she was creating such a commotion in first class. Okay. And obviously you would not be sitting in first class. So you would have no idea what the commotion was about. (laughs) Oh, that's a, let it be a lesson to you, Liam. Okay. We are lucky that we are not the offspring of the privileged delete. Okay. See, (laughs) there you have it. But it is Tuesday, Leon, and I have a Tuesday. I have a Tuesday trend for you, Leon. Mm-hmm. This is not, co- and it's not come to Los Angeles yet, but it's in New York. It's in San Francisco, Chicago, and today it starts in um, Dallas, Texas. And the service is called Minibar, Leon. Just imagine you're in your house, you're lying on your couch, and you want the contents of a hotel minibar. You want. <laughs> You want nuts, you want olives, you want some chocolate bars, maybe some chips, a couple of bottles of booze. Well, Leon, now you can call up Mini Bar Delivery Service and they will deliver um, booze and anything that normally goes in a mini bar. It can come to your house. That is so weird. Isn't it? It's sort of, <laughs> it's just, I mean, what I was the more I think about this, so it's a service that runs from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. They will also provide Advil and aspirin because that's on the list of things in the minibar, you know? Yeah. But so I just felt very badly uh, already. Uh, I, I don't know this is true for the minibar delivery people because who who is it that's ordering from a minibar delivery service? You are like so drunk on your couch. Yeah. You can't, you can't. You can't get you can't get up to go get the beer or the vodka or the Bloody Mary mix or the schnapps, peppermint schnapps. Uh, I guess and- I just associate the stuff in a mini bar with like the stuff you have to eat because like room service is over or it's too late or something. It's not necessarily what I would want to eat on my own time. Like a lot right. of salty snacks and expensive booze. <laughs> Is that is it expensive like a mini bar? Yes, of course. Yes, it's expensive like a mini bar, Leon. That's the genius of it. And uh, so, and it was uh, so they, but it has been successful in other cities, wow. and so now they're launching it in Dallas. But I, I just don't you think that 
Who would be? I don't know who would be ordering from. I, I'm I very curious. Be so drunk, <laughs> drunk in bed. Like, bring me some aspirin and and, caramel and a craft corn? beer. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. You can't. But that's a two, that's a Tuesday trend for you. I, I I'll keep you posted on what happens here in Dallas. It may. I mean. I don't know. I, I just, I just don't know who is who is ordering from that. But then again, Leon, we, I mean, we just went through the top ten Yahoo obsessions right. uh, for 2014, and we're uh, clearly off cycle from some of these. So maybe some people <laughs> would true. enjoy enjoy this. Right. Okay. It's people think, sitting at home would... reading Fifty Shades of Grey. Who want? <laughs> who want some salty snacks and mini bottles of booze? One phone call away, or one app. It's you just, you have your phone, Lee, and you're oh. just lying on the floor. That's right. You don't even have to be up on the couch. You are lying <laughs> on the floor with your phone. Okay. And it's an app. You don't even have to talk, Leanne. You just have to press some buttons. Excellent. Uh-huh. All right, Julie. Oh, I had a couple okay. of picks I wanted okay. to pass along. Um, first of all, I just want to shout out to the United States Postal Service. Uh, you know how much we love the United States Postal Service here at Satellite Sisters. I know that we actually have quite a few postal workers that listen yes, to the show. Do. And we have sung the praises of the Postal Service for many, many years because we genuinely believe it's like the best deal in America, that you can send something across the country for what, 42, 43, 44 cents? Fantastic deal. So thank you, United States Postal Service. And I love their new ads. Have you seen the ads, Julie? This is our season with all the postal workers like pulling it together for the holiday deliveries. I love those ads. So that's my pick today. That is the feel good ad of the season for me. This is our season, I think is a great slogan. Well done, United States Postal Service. And then here's a TV show pick. I'm not the only one that watched it on Sunday night. Seven million other people did, but I caught The Librarians, the new show on TNT. I did too, Leanne. Oh. I don't know why. I did. I, I have no idea what I was doing there, but that show came on. Yeah. What do you think? I, I enjoyed it. You know, it's kind of a goofy combination of The Mummy and Indiana Jones and Doctor mm-hmm. Who all in one. Yes. You know, and yes. this was the two-hour uh, premiere, and usually it's hard to keep up something for two hours with commercials. So I think in a one hour form, it'll be much better. But, um, you know, I thought it was really good fun. I really enjoyed it. It was a huge ratings hit and they're going to repeat it this week on the CW on Friday night. So if you missed it on TNT on Sunday night, it will be repeated on the CW on Friday night. And Julie, I did not realize Noah Wiley, you know, that cute little Noah Wiley. Yes. um, Yes. Well, he's the executive producer and the star of the show, but I didn't realize it had been a series of movies uh, 10 years ago. TNT, no. uh, did you know that? I did not know that. Okay. What is he? Noah has, Wiley has a very odd accent in, in The Librarians, <laughs> yes. which I really can't get a handle on. No. Is that like a South African accent? I don't know what that he, was. Yeah, I, don't I, don't know. What, I don't know what he's doing with that, which is... <laughs> A little disconcerting, yeah. but I, I'm I'm going with it because he is cute and it seems like a cute cast and there, there's a lot of action in yeah, it. Yeah, there's uh, action, there's history, yeah. there's magic, there's some special effects, there's some ninjas. It it was all in the first movie. Right, right. <laughs> so I enjoyed it. First two hours. He's not Noah Wiley is not going to be a series regular. He's going to oh, pop. He isn't. In, no, he's going to pop in from time to time. 
So uh, they kind of set him up for the big two-hour premiere, and then they introduced the new cast of The Librarians. But anyway, it's a funny show. I think it's a good show for, like, tweens. It's a family viewing show is what I would right. say. Right, and Sunday night, yeah. you don't want to watch NFL football. Right. You can turn, you can turn this on. That's exactly – Yeah. that's it, pretty much how we ended up there, Leah. Yeah, that's, I think that- – I think I, I actually wanted to see it. And we, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I'd like to see that. I, I enjoy, you know, it looked, I thought it was more about archaeology and it's really more about magic. So mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be more like Indiana Jones, which mm-hmm. is the greatest character of all time. So I, uh, that's what I thought, but I, I still enjoyed it and the boys enjoyed it. And Beric, um, he only fell asleep for about a 45 minute period in the middle. So I think he enjoyed it. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a sign that he liked the show. <laughs> yeah. there you go. It really is. It really is. All right, Julie, what, what up? I know the Royals are leaving today. So, uh, what are you going to do with the rest of your week? <laughs> I, I don't know, Leanne, you know, uh, on this, uh, weekend show, uh, Liz suggested, uh, she was really worried that the Royals were not going to have any fun in New York city. Uh, but there they were last night at the Barclay Center, right? I know. With, with Beyonce, Jay-Z, you know, they were, they were all there. You know, uh, LeBron, LeBron gave them baby gifts, Leah. I, I saw that little jersey. They did not know what to do on the kiss cam, though, Julie. Did you see that? They did not kiss. I know, Liam. Well, yeah. I think they're royals, Liam. They're, yeah. they're, I mean, they have to, again, it goes right back to the... Um, to the gift exchange, Lee, and the White Elephant gift exchange. If you don't want a photograph of it, step away, right? right. Just don't do it, right? <laughs> Haven't we true. all learned that lesson? The right? hard so way. They yep. apparently didn't want to do that. So I just think they're doing a fine job. I did read on some blogs that some people felt that uh, Sherlane McRae, the wife of Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York, mm-hmm. was upstaging uh, Kate. No. I don't think so. I thought she, okay. I, I, I didn't see that. I thought she looked great. I, I, I thought, thought she looked yeah. very good. No, but yeah. they were saying that she looked more glamorous than Kate. She was looking. Okay. So well, that's good. not possible. So. Yeah, that's exactly, that, that was exactly my point. <laughs> exactly yeah. my point. And, and good for Will. He got to meet with President Obama. He's got that picture. See, it's <laughs> right. all about pictures, Lee. And, you know, they have the image. They're in the, in the Oval Office, the two of them with their cross legs talking about, um, about you know uh, wildlife, which is important. So uh, so he got that done, uh, and I'm um, you know. Oh, and I follow Anderson Cooper on Twitter, and AC yeah. was on the shuttle with Will. You know, he took like a commercial shuttle down to Washington D.C. Oh, brother! And really? so yeah, that's so. AC was just on the shuttle. He it was not on the shuttle to get this story, and so Anderson said, "Well, I think we're going to take off on time." So <laughs> no nuts on that plane, Liam. <laughs> no nuts. I am sure if there were any nuts on the shuttle, which there aren't. See, we most of us we don't even have to worry about macadamia nuts on right. planes because we get no. <laughs> but uh, I, I am sure they would have found a dish uh, to put it in for uh, for the prince there, don't you think? I think so. Yes. Yeah. So. so just a touch of royals. I think their visit three days. That's good. You know, just come. You know, do their thing, and then they, they're going to then they're going to leave. They're not overstaying it. They're leaving on a high point. Uh, again, they're just very solid royals. There's no bad behavior. There's not going to be any gaffes. There's not going to be any awkward situations. So we can just enjoy them, and that's that's the point, right? Did you see that they had an ambulance following her around everywhere she goes? Oh. Because no. of the because of her pregnancy yeah. and the difficulty yeah. she's had, I know. I, know. She, I think Sheila would like that an ambulance. <laughs> she would. I think. 
That's going to become the new hot accessory in Amazon. That's as, yeah, that's what you need as a part of your entourage. Oh, you just have a hairdresser? Oh, I've got, I've got an EMT. A I've got an EMT. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, I have to go do the speech. Right. Uh, so I have to hang up job. And to... really, Leon always gives a great speech. Thank you. So, Thank uh, you very much. Uh, so if you have an organization that would like to uh, jet Leon in, she does require an ambulance uh, for all public <laughs> events. I'm going to need one after I try to get from the parking lot to the to the convention room where I'm speaking in these shoes I bought. So I may need an ambulance. Um, all right. So have a great week, Jewel. And you too, Leanne. Thank okay. you. And right. don't forget, call your satellite sister. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, 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 bass. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two, but I can shake it, shake it like I'm supposed to do. Cause I got that boom, boom that all the boys chasing. All the right junk in all the right places. I see the magazine working that Photoshop. We know that shit ain't real. Come on now, make it stop. If you got beauty, beauty, just raise them up. Cause every inch of you is perfect from the bottom to the top. Yeah, my mama, shit told me. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, because you.